Wake Up. It's your early breakfast with Africa Milani. Uh, 4.44 it is this Wednesday morning. In a couple of days, the streets of Cape Town will be blue as the E-Pre or Formula E where these incredibly wonderfully designed vehicles powered purely by electricity are going to be racing in a circuit designed for them in Cape Town. Lizel van Veste is in. You're paying attention to that. Good morning. Good morning, Africa. And, and incredible. These cars reach speeds of up to 320 kilometers per hour. The racetrack has been built around the Greenpoint precinct and a lot of road closures happening from Friday to Saturday. There's still tickets available. People are flying in from Joburg. People are flying in from all over the world just to to see these uh, races. And I thought, let's look into the fitness around being a Formula E driver. Is it just about driving a car or is there something more that's needed? And uh, I started to go down the rabbit hole like I normally do. And I realized that there's so much more that goes into it. And I found a research study by the University of Portsmouth that studied the driver's average heart rate. It increased by 100% when racing. Their average heart rate goes up to 180 beats per minute and is an average of 153 beats per minute. If you think about, I'll I'll equate it to the EPIC, which is on its way. Um, Those are what the average uh, athletes in EPIC are doing. And uh, it is found that a driver has to have mental fitness as well because they make 15 major decisions for each kilometer driven, requiring almost immediate reaction. So there's a lot that goes into it. The race day kicks off at 7.30 in the morning with four sessions, including a 45-minute race. Um, our, our EPRI is taking place on the 25th, and our riders have to do things like being able to be a core fit, because you, you definitely need your core stability, back strength, because you're going to be twisting and turning from the core, spine, and back. Uh, some of the drivers work out two, two and a half hours a day. Sessions include cycling, rowing, CrossFit. They've even got uh, the EPRI circuit on a a virtual training session. So they do a virtual session um, and then they do reaction training sessions, which means hitting buttons to random sequences of lights over 30 seconds or a minute, training your eyes and your body coordination to make you lightning fast. Um, and it's just amazing to to see what our, our riders are going through. So I thought, let's get hold of our South African rider that's in the team and he's making his debut here. Well, he made his debut four weeks ago and it's going to be his first time on, on African soil. 26-year-old Calvin Funnelinda, local hero. Um, he participated in a rookie test in 2020 and he's going to become the first South African to compete in an EPRI. Um, and I think it's really, really exciting. I thought, let's find out what it actually takes to get fit and be fit for an EPRI. I got a bit of an eye opener here informally. I have to say, this car is extremely physical to drive. I completely underestimated it. And to be <laughs> brutally honest, I was probably unprepared for it. As you, as you can imagine, not really expecting to drive. I was still on holiday, you know, kind of enjoying the last few weeks of off time when I got the call. Um, a lot of the drivers are complaining that it's probably one of the most physical cars they've driven. So in Formula One, just to use that as a reference, they have power steering as you guys are used to in your road cars. So it's not a high steering force. In Formula One, um, the, the physical aspect comes from the G-force, which they pull in the corners, um, the high corner speeds that they're generating because of all the downforce that they have. Informally, it's different. We don't have um, power steering. So all of the steering forces that we're experiencing are absolutely raw. So you can imagine on a street circuit, you have the bumps, you have the, the curb riding, all these forces are coming through our arms and through our shoulders, through our chest. It's a massive challenge. And I'll top that with, we've got the regen power on the front axle. So in the past, it was an independent system. So you had this suspension, the front axle essentially had no regen power. There was no kind of, um, drive shaft running through the front wheels. 
Whereas now with a new generation of cars, we're regenerating energy through the front wheels. And naturally all this energy, all of this, let's say it's a lot heavier because you have drive shafts now coming through the front. Um, it's made the car extremely difficult to drive. So I've really had to up my game in the gym, a lot more strength work than I'm typically used to. Um, and in the endurance side of, of racing that I did in the past, there was always about endurance training, uh, a lot of cycling, long distance um, cycling and losing a lot of weight. We had to be lightweight and we had to be, we didn't have to be strong because we had power steering in those cars. Whereas here it's a complete opposite. We're actually, I've had to bulk up in the last three, four weeks, do a lot more strength training, kind of forget about cardio because these cars after two, three laps in Saudi, I was already shouting on the right guys, I need a break. Can we do a, a cool down lap? So that's, um, that was a big shocker. Just a, like I said, it's a different style of racing, a different, as that is, you have to adapt your training. So I've kind of gone from three to four days a week of cardio, long distance training to going to three, four days a week in the gym now. And the rest of the days where I fit in cardio, I can do that. Combine that, obviously, we've been in the simulator on average three to four days every week. So you either have to fit in your, your training early in the morning at five before simulator starts at eight o'clock. Or you have to go after simulator and simulator only finishes around six in the evening. So it's, it hasn't been ideal, the preparation, but to kind of bring it across, these cars are very physical to drive. And if you look at the onboard videos, you see the driver hands, they're not smooth. They're just kind of like going with the, yeah, the, the bumps in the road. And some, some drivers are even saying the, the cars are driving them around um, at points in the racetrack. So um, yeah, it's been a big challenge and made it very crucial to be fit. So fitness really goes into play when it comes to driving a Formula E car. That was Calvin van Linde, 26-year-old South African, who is going to be the first South African to compete in an E-Prix race later this month in, in three days' time. Um, it was, um, who's the Mercedes Formula One driver? Lewis Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton, who in an interview with Graham Norton, who once said, uh, because of the, the, I suppose, tension on the car and how close it is to the ground, the amount of physical exercise it takes to go against the G-force mm. is incredible. Uh, that, number one. Number two, they are sweating buckets while they are inside that car. And it says you lose kilograms of weight mm. just from literally losing water, essentially. Those are the two things that will always stay in my mind. Because you think, ah, oh, you're just driving around in a car. I mean, right? how hard can it be to go at those <laughs> speeds? Please. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out no, it is a lot. It takes a physical toll on your body. And and I also listened to that interview. Lewis said they weighed in before the time and then yes. after the race to see see the difference. I think it was a yeah. five kilo difference, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But I mean, it's going to be exciting. I mean, tickets are still available if anyone wants to purchase the 2023 Cape Town EPRI details uh, and ticket sales are available. And you can just go to capetownepri.com to get your tickets. So I think it's going to be a fun weekend of racing. It is going to be a fun weekend of racing. And I hope you are going to come and join us. It is in the main in the Greenpoint VNA waterfront. The circuit is beautiful, actually. And there'll be a lot of road closures, as you alluded to, um, uh, in the build-up to the weekend, obviously Saturday and possibly Friday. some of um, uh, Sunday morning mm. because they'll then need to clear it uh, post that. They've been building that circuit now for a couple of weeks and it's going. To, it's actually going to be a busy weekend because it's not only that, uh, it's a World Ocean Race. Ocean Race, that that's is right. Also, um, in the waterfront has area. A number, has a number of 
of uh, events at the waterfront this weekend. And of course, our Proteas women have gone through to the semifinals. I'm not sure if uh, Newlands is going to be hosting any of the semifinals, but, you know, this it's, Cape Town is, is busy. It really is. And the, the track is completely being revamped. It's a beautiful circuit. And they'll be doing testing on the, and, and rehearsals, should I say, <laughs> or dry runs, as I put in inverted commas, for us theatre goers, the rehearsals. The dry runs will be on the track on Friday. So the track is already going to be closed on the Friday. So you can see some of the drivers warming up, taking to the circuit and seeing what it's like. Yeah, and getting used to the route as well. Thank you very much, Liesl van Vestazen. We'll see you on the track. See you on the track. Thanks, Africa. <laughs> Liesl will be back with us tomorrow morning. Wake up. It's your early breakfast with Africa Milani.